How's it going? And welcome back to the Press Play Podcast, the only podcast that wants to do a repeat of yesterday. I feel like yesterday's podcast wasn't that good. And I think I know why. And the answer of why is honestly a little hilarious to me. So, this is still, you know, going to be episode, I think, 15. Yeah, episode 15. But it's like 15.5. So instead of Happy Monday, it is now Tuesday. Um, I don't know what, you know, Tuesday what, but it is officially Tuesday right now. So, yeah, I just, I just wanted to talk a little bit, you know, outside of, you know, what I said yesterday. Um, first off, the reason why yesterday's podcast, at least to me, was kind of bad, literally because I was too high. That's, that's. That's literally the reason why I feel like the podcast yesterday wasn't that good. I was honestly stoned out of my mind. But I haven't smoked today. Well, I haven't smoked. In fact, I'm, i just been sitting here. I got off, like, not too long ago. I got off at, like, 4.30. Um, pulled back to the house after, you know, getting gas and a few other things. I pulled back up around, like, 5.00. It's now 5.25. I've really just been sitting here enjoying nature and everything, you know, listening to the bird chirp, the sunrise. And i just been trying to find a new fount of peace without relying on smoking. You know, pretty much just trying to stay sober at this point. Not for, like, no, um, for, like, oh, a job reason or, you know, people looking at me different. It's really just because I want to test myself to see how far I can go without needing to rely on it. Well, I can stop anytime I want to at the same time with no penalty. It's really just an up to me kind of thing. So as the time stands right now, I am not going to be um smoking any weed until you know, until I feel like it. So who knows? It might last forever, it might just last for like a few days. Who really knows? Um, something I wanted to talk about, um, on the podcast yesterday, I wanted to talk a little bit about, um, music and how much it means to me. Now, I think I've already did an episode about this before in one of my earlier, um, episodes of the podcast, but I thoroughly enjoy music, the art form, just everything about it. It's it's just something about, um, music that I just fall in love with every time. And in all honesty, like, it's it's more so the creativity that music brings out more than just anything else. So that's why, like, my top five is the top five that it is right now. And the one thing I love to do, even, though, like, in my spare time, is look at, I think it's, um... I forgot the name. It's, the name is like Dissect the Podcast, I think, where they break down a lot of artists' music. And by far my favorite is when they break down, uh, you know, a bunch of Kendrick Lamar versions. So, you know, that's like my second favorite rapper. And he did a song with um, Pusha T called Nostalgic, where he just said a bunch of like nines and tens. And it all equals up to uh, 
I think it was all adds up to 87. And it's crazy because he said uh, 9s and 10s. So 9 plus 10 is 19. Finishing the whole 1987 being his birth, his birth year. And it's like, bars like that literally go go over my head sometimes on, like, the first couple listens. Like, literally, Kendrick's album currently, it took me a few listens for me to, like, really learn, appreciate, and love the music he, like, he said. Because, like, I was just listening to it. I was trying to, like, man, where, where's the hard rap at? Where, where's the gangster shit at? Where's, you know, where's the, you know, breaking bars down without needing help? But it's, like, this is literally here. Like, it's literally, like, the songs I was listening to. Not saying I was skipping it, but it was literally what I was listening to. So, as far as, like, Kendrick album, Kendrick album is... It it's it's something different for sure. Like don't get me wrong, I love the album, a hundred percent love the album, and it actually brings like you know a lot of things to light. You know, breaking generational traumas, and um, I guess making it okay to go to therapy because a lot of people, and I think in this case he was making it to the point that a lot of black people refuse to go to therapy, and it's actually this guy on YouTube named Farad, who does, like, you know, kind of parodies the um, average black household when, like, their kids say, I'm depressed, and then the parents try to switch it on them and, like, make them be like, oh, I'm just the worst parent ever, kind of, like, situation, and then it's like, oh, depression don't mean nothing, and, you know, that kind of thing carries on the trauma pretty much, it makes you feel like, you know, you just walk around trying to brush it off, thinking everything's okay, and when someone recommends therapy from that point, you think, oh, I don't need therapy, but eventually you're going to break down and realize you need therapy, so, yeah, honestly, if you can get um, a therapist, by any means, I recommend getting a therapist, even if you don't think there's anything wrong with you, just get a therapist and open up as much as you possibly can. And, you know, it's going to eventually be, you know, problems that you see that you didn't understand at first. And it's like that barrier that you're trying to block out and think everything's fine, it's going to come down. You're going to realize everything isn't fine at that point. And, yeah, I actually, uh, not I need a therapist. Because what I've been doing is I've just been, you know, venting a lot. Especially when I'm doing the podcast like I am right now. I've just been, you know, just venting normally. And, you know, even if it's not the podcast, you know, just a few friends here and there. I just talk and I vent to. I let them know what's going on. And, you know, that's also a form of therapy. But, you know, it's still highly recommended to talk to a therapist instead. A therapist will have, like, you know, actual answers and not just, like, hood answers for you. But, yeah, I actually got a little sidetracked. Uh, well, fuck it. Let's just keep the ball rolling with that. You know, I highly recommend just everybody get some therapy, no matter what. You know, it might be trauma you blocking out, like I said. You know, it might be something that's, like, an everyday norm. Or even if it's something that, you know, just, you know, deep down, don't really sit well with you, but you just like, oh, it's whatever. 
that's the kind of thing you need to go to therapy for. You need to understand why it's bothering you. You need to understand what trauma is going on that you've been trying to block out. So that way you can better heal from it. You can come back as a better person from that experience. I highly recommend it. In fact, I, I'm probably going to get some therapy one of these days. Like, through my job, I can definitely get therapy. But as of right now, I, I got too much stuff that I want to put in motion before I even think about a therapist currently. So, until that day comes, I'm just going to keep the ball rolling on, like, some of these ideas. It's not anything that I have currently that's bothering me to the point that I have to go get therapy. Because, you know, like I said, I already talked to all, like, everybody that's in my circle that I know and I trust to, you know, hear all my problems and offer solutions. Sometimes I don't even want solutions back. I just want to, you know, just let it out and tell somebody. But, you know, whenever I get the ball rolling on, like, a lot of these ideas and, you know... Around that time, that's when I'll, like, look into some therapy. So we'll need this therapy. Because I've been doing things that I thought was going to bring me happiness and things that I thought were just, like, a shortcut way through a therapist. But at the end of the day, I feel like, you know, why why keep, like, um, dancing around the situation and just go for it? So that's exactly what I'm going to be doing. I just, you know, need a little bit more time before I actually go to see one. And, you know, like I said, it's not too bad. And, you know, anyway, that was all just stemming from um, Kendrick's album. See see how, like, how influential it is for that album to exist? Um, and if you don't know the album, because I know a lot of people that listen to this podcast don't listen to um, rap as heavy as most people would. The album name is Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers. And you probably heard of it because it's, it's trending in every single country. It's number one. I don't know if it still is, but at the time of, of yesterday's podcast, it was trending number one in every country. And I don't think anything else came out or anything else is like trumping over that being number one. And I don't think anything will for a while. Because, like, I think he has nine songs. Yeah, I think he has nine songs that's on, like, the Billboard 100, I think. I think it's the Billboard 100. That is just astonishing to me. How one person puts out an album, like, five years in between his last album and come back with nine number one hits. Nine of them. You know how hard it is to make one? And they're all for, like, you know, the betterment of yourself. His literal first song is talking about the way that he grieves. Which is just through buying a lot of stuff. And then he also talks about what he's grieving over. And then the hook is just saying, I grieve different. Because everybody grieves. And everybody grieves differently. But yeah, the whole the whole album is just you gotta listen to it. It's literally on YouTube for free, so you have no excuse to not listen to it. 
because that's why I heard it at first, because the album was so huge and so big, Apple Music and Spotify could not load the album fast enough for people. It literally crashed Spotify and Apple Music. I don't know those two for sure, but it, it fucking crashed both of those to the point you had to listen to it on YouTube. And everybody was tweeting Kendrick saying, yeah, we're not able to listen to it on, you know, here or here. And I think it was some more um, some more sites that you wasn't able to, like, listen to it from. But, man, it, it was just so crazy. I've never seen anybody like that before. No artist I've ever heard of, or no artist I listened to, I should say. No artist I listened to had ever put out a song so good that it went number one in most countries. It got nine number one songs, and it shut down Apple Music and Spotify. I don't think an artist did that maybe ever, to my knowledge at least. That's just, man, that's just the power that Kendrick holds over people. And I honestly just love it. Like, every song, just a hit after hit after hit. With minimum, uh, not minimum, but, um, just artists that you wouldn't even expect. Like, you were saying more mainstream artists. No. He had a few here and there, but nobody that's like a household name that you could turn the radio on and be like, oh, yeah, I know this artist. He performed on this song. Like, you... It's so... It's, it's such a phenomenon when something like this happens. And I love it. It it This is, like, one of the reasons that I love rap. Plus, the song that he... Like, everything he said in his songs, you wouldn't even think it's about therapy until he slaps it in your face and says, this is for therapy. Because you really just, you know, listening, vibing, jamming to the song. But when you, like, look at the lyrics and everything, that's when it's like, oh, this is creative. And it's actually an important message to actually go get some fucking therapy. I'm completely, man, it's it's songs and albums and artists like that is why I love music. The creativity alone will make me go hard for this platform. You know, like, man, and like it's it's been times where I turn on music, I listen to this. This dates like far back. Like my homie Vincent put me on to uh, Capital Steve way back to when I first started rapping. And you know, I'm already a few songs in. I'm writing some good uh, songs. I'm like, okay, that's funny. That's clever. That's creative. And I remember he put on Capital Steve's and then the song Capital Steve's and I just wanted to put the pen down forever. I mean, I just wanted to put, I didn't want to look at a microphone anymore after hearing Capital Steve's because I heard Capital Steve's song Capital Steve's. I heard 135, Emotionless Thoughts, and I'm like, yo... This motherfucker is dope. This motherfucker is dope. I don't think I can. You know, like, I 
I don't think I could handle the competition that comes with that, which is being an artist. And Capital Steve, rest in peace, was the most creative person to ever write lyrics that was also underground. Because he, man, like even thinking back on it now, like I'm probably going to listen to it as soon as this podcast is over. Capital Steve's is everybody's underground artist dream to be creative and like intelligent at the same time. He's like an Earl sweatshirt, essentially. And like the whole thing with Capital Steve's, he he could have went way harder. People literally still talk about him to this day. And like he had a whole movement with him too, pro era, from uh Joey Badass. Man, Capital Steve's was like something unseen before. And if he would have made it to mainstream, I think he'll be unstoppable. He'll literally be Kendrick before Kendrick came out. That's how I'm, that's what I'm putting him at. He would have been Kendrick when Kendrick came out. I think he would have came out harder than Kendrick would have, in all honesty. And, like, he was even talking about, uh, like, spiritual readings and chakras. Like, I don't think anyone has been able to put that into a song and make it still sound good. The way he did, at least. So, like, when I first heard Capital, I promise I didn't want to write another song ever again. I didn't I didn't want to write anything else. That was just too man. And even like in the beginning of the song Capital Steve's he literally said out what his name stood for. And it was like S is for the stanima, T is for the talent, and the two E so you don't forget the name of Scalibur. Z for Zip Zinger Boy. Like, man. From that very moment, I knew I couldn't continue on with that. Because it's like, I've been listening to mainstream artists, and I'm like, okay, this is pretty good. Like, even with uh, my number one spot being Eminem, I'm like, okay, you know, I, I, I understand his music. It's all good. I, I like his music. But when I heard the underground being so feral as it is right now, well, back then, man, I, I just wanted to hang it the fuck up. I just I just wanted to hang it up at that point. And be like, fuck it, I'll never amount to that level. And you can even, well, I don't know if you're going to be able to like ask me anytime soon. But you can ask King James, you can ask Picasso, you can even ask Vino if you can figure out any information on how to contact him. I literally wanted to put the microphone down. I didn't want to write another bar. I didn't want to think of words that rhyme together. As soon as I heard that song. I put I didn't write anything for at least a good two weeks from that point, but now I'm back into the groove of writing, and I don't want to hit towards any. Well, fuck, I hit towards it. Uh, I want to make a project. In fact, I'm I'm put a track list together because the way that I make albums, I make it from um, the title of the album. The names of the song, I write the lyrics, find the beat, and then I edit to the words I already wrote 
record a song and, you know, add more, take some out, stuff like that. That's the format that I use when I'm, you know, writing um, when I'm writing albums. But this time I'm taking a different approach by having a separate note where I just put in punchlines. Punchlines, one-offs, even stuff that I heard that I want to, like, try and reword. So from one of my... Um, one of the underground artists that I discovered, one of his bars was, no truth, no the truth, that the proper propaganda, pop it any kind of one that's me, pop a drop of can of juice. And, like, that, like, that set of, like, bars and words together, it was, it took me out a little bit. Because at first, it was, it was like one of those things where, like, you know, you kind of heard something. So he rewinded a little bit. And he said, no truth, no the truth. That's not proper propaganda. Papa, any cop that want to see me pop a Tropicana juice. Man, music is just... I don't think music can get any harder from that point. And if it can, I want to know who's going to do it. But, yeah, I'm I'm just working on um a new project out. Well, not out, but... Working on a new project. Uh, details will come once it's more updated. Right now, I'm just playing around with the idea. It's not even like anything that I'm like putting 100 percent of my focus on. Cause I'm really putting my focus on like other things right now. So, like literally, I told myself when I made press play, my personal music it gotta take a back seat. I gotta put it on the back burner because I got a lot more things that I need to start working on before I decide to make anything else. Before I decide to do anything for myself, I got a few things I need to, you know, establish for myself. You know, a few more plans that I want to, like, set out on the table. You know, have a few events. Maybe, like, feature on somebody's songs. But it's going to be a while before I put my own music out, for sure. Because the last thing I put out musically was Exless Celebrity. And me and Picasso, we've been we've been uh we've been freestyling a lot, you know, just talking about the art form of rap in itself. But you know, it's like you know we hit a few freestyles here, you know, look at some rap documentaries, a couple rap podcasts. It's all good. I, honestly, I appreciate every moment of just you know researching the art form before I decide to like step back into it. But at the same time. At the same time, it's like, I need a minute to understand what I'm really going to be doing. Because I'm, I'm eager. I'm eager to get back on the microphone. I'm eager to start, you know, saying some more raps. I'm eager to just get back to it. But at the same time, I know currently I'm not ready. Especially if you're talking about, like, my lyrics and the beat. Because it's, it's still literally just blank right now. That's how far behind I am. So, like, I'm I'm excited to just start, you know, getting back on the microphone. And it's been moments like this where, like, I'll come home, I'll watch the sunrise, listen to the birds chirp. I'm just writing music. I'm just writing some bars down, some stuff that just sounds clever until I'm able to just put it into a song with an actual, like, topic and words to sandwich in between the, the bars I have currently. But, you know, it's just, 
like the art form itself, I'll I, I'll forever love. Honestly, I'll forever love, and I want to do something for music. And but you know, as far as putting an album out right now, like currently, right now, right now, if I had it ready, I wouldn't even put it out because Kendrick is like so hot in the wave right now. We got Kendrick, we got Future, we got Jack Harlow. And, like, just in rap news with the whole Gunner and Young Thug, it's just, it's too hot for me right now to put an album out. It's too hot right now. Maybe next month or something. You know, speaking as if I already have the album ready and everything. But as it stands right now, I absolutely cannot put an album out right now. I can't put an album out and expect people to listen to it currently. Because I already know it's not going to end good. It's not going to be good as far as ratings go along. Kendrick is still charting currently. So I know it's not a good time for me to put anything out. If I had it ready. Because timing, as far as like music goes, is everything. Because it's like, let's say you record something. You put your heart and your soul into it. And you drop it. On like let's say let's say you drop it on Thursday. Then Drake drops another album on Friday. No one's gonna listen to your album from that point on. Everyone's gonna be listening to Drake, trying to understand Drake, whatever lyrics he put in, studying his music. Like you're you're not gonna be able to, you know, you're not gonna be able to drop anything. You're not gonna be able to put anything out that people are gonna like go back and listen to. People are going to go back and listen to Drake, but no one's going to go back and listen to you. You're not at Drake level yet. Not to sound mean or anything, but you're not at Drake level for people to be like, oh, let me cut this Drake off and put on this... Let me cut Drake off and put on some Neo Flows. No one's going to switch it up like that. No matter how big you want to be, if it's your first one out the gate or not, no one's going to listen to it. I'm sorry to break it to you. Timing is very important. So if you have an album currently, I recommend checking to see who's dropping something that month. Now, if someone's dropping something, let's say at the end of the month or something, you got the entire beginning of the month to drop something. And then while they put singles out, get your song trending a lot more. You know, make it pop up. Use it as much as humanly possible. And just see how far you can get as far as views and listens and streams. How far can you get with all that before the big artists come out with something? How far can you get with everything before the big artists come out? That's what really matters. Because I know for sure, I need to tiptoe around whoever dropped the music, because May has just been a huge music dump from a lot of artists. Probably June, too. But usually, a lot of big artists don't put albums out. Don't put out, I want to say they don't put out two albums in the same year. Most of the time. I don't want to, well, I think most of the time. It's, it's rare, I should say, that they put out two albums. I'm not talking about projects. I'm not talking about mixtapes. I'm not talking about uh, 
like four singles in a like collage or something. For an actual full album, it is very rare for that to happen twice in a year. So you got time. <laughs> you definitely got time to see, you know, when you can put an album out. But in all honesty, you got a better chance just checking to see, you know, what artist is putting what song out in that month. Usually, I don't know where. They probably announced it on, like, Complex or uh, DJ Academics or something. They'll they'll announce it for sure. So, you know, just stay up in tune with, um, you know, everything going on in music. And you can't be upset when it's, like, a surprise single that comes out. Because usually no one expects when a single comes out. But yeah, that's that's gonna conclude today's podcast. I honestly feel like today's podcast went a lot more better than it did yesterday for sure. To the point that I wanna call that, you know, point five, but you know, this is gonna be point five because, you know, it's an improvement of when I feel like I didn't do a good job the previous podcast. And I was actually going to save these kind of podcasts for, I was actually going to save those for, uh, well, you know, these point fives on, like, Wednesdays. I was going to save them for those. But, you know, like I said, I think this podcast went good today. I just definitely had to get a lot of this off my chest. Uh, I was thinking about it for sure all day. But, you know, I'm still not going off with a script or anything. But I knew for sure I wanted to talk about rap. I wanted to talk about it, on the, like, yesterday, too. But, like I said, I was just I was too high to even think about doing, uh, to even think about talking about what I wanted to talk about in the podcast. I almost didn't put a podcast out yesterday. That's how, like, messed up I was. But, you know, now I'm taking a more sober approach. You know, I'm watching the sunrise. You know, everybody getting active. Everybody getting in their cars, taking their kids to school. It's actually pretty peaceful out here. But, you know, people starting to move, so now it's not so peaceful. So I'm going to go in the house, and I'm going to most likely go to sleep. It'll, yeah, most likely just go to sleep. So hope you all have a great morning. And I hope this podcast really reflects on the way that you, you know, move forward in your life. And I, I, I seriously mean it. Please, if you feel like you need it, even if you feel like you got something hiding, get some therapy. Get some therapy because venting to friends can only help so much. It can only let you, you know, acknowledge what problem you have. But getting a therapist will help you resolve the problem that you have. Please, if you have the time, the money, the resources, go get some therapy. I'll, as a matter of fact, I'm going to try and see for the next podcast. I'll try to see if I can find a resource for you to get some therapy for either a cheap price or a free price. But that's all I have for today. I hope you all have a fantastic day. And an amazing week. With that being said, I'll talk to you Monday with hopefully a podcast that don't need a point five on the end of it. Have a great morning.